you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I mean, it's not easy being me. When I was born, a doctor told my mother I did all I could, but he pulls through anyway. <laughs> I mean, nobody was nice. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. <laughs> so when I was born, after the doctor cut the cord, he hung himself. <laughs> What a childhood I had. My mother never breastfed me. She always had a headache. Oh, Rodney, I love you, buddy. Good morning, ass family. Happy Monday. I know it's a Monday. Nobody wants to be up and about, but we got to be up and about. Good Monday morning. It is a very sad Monday morning, though, for us music lovers out here. Um, If you noticed, started the show off with a tribute to Gary Rossington. He was not the lead guitarist, uh, but he was one of the biggest writers for this band that started with a young man named Ronnie Van Zant. Nineteen seventy-three album pronounced Leonard Skinnerd. Rossington played the lead and rhythm guitar in helping shaping Skinnerd's southern sound including co-writing the song that we just heard, Sweet Home Alabama. Gary Rossington is back with his brothers in the band, as they say. 71 years old and the last remaining original member of the greatest American rock and roll band ever, the one and only Leonard fucking Skinnerd. Now you see, that's how you do it right there. I mean, that's that that was no practice, no nothing. That was right off the cuff. Um, yep. Uh rest in peace, the free bird, Gary. Yeah, amen to that. Rest in peace, brother. Thank you for the great music. Now, uh, lots and lots to get to today. Lots of good stuff to get to today. Had to do that. By the way, Christopher, wow. Wow, 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 you make me want to see this movie. Christopher has another gigantic movie review available on all the social medias this morning. Creed 3. And he, he's saying this reminds him, and it, it's a lot about the like maybe Clever Lane type story. Oh, I pity the fool that messes with me there. Oh, I love me some Clever Lane. Clever Lane was a bad man. But, uh, yes, uh, Rocky Three uh, came out, or not Rocky Three, Creed Three came out this weekend. There's a lot of buzz about it because Stallone won't see it because one of the producers of this movie is holding a lot of his Rocky money still from him. And, and they tried to steal Rocky from Stallone a long, long time ago. So Stallone says he won't be in this one and he'll never see this one. If there's another one, he might be in that. So we'll see how it does at the box office. Um, this week, let, let, me, let me get to my good mornings uh, first, and then I can tell you about uh, stuff this weekend. Uh, looky there, looky there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. First one here, look at that. First one here is Hangtown Jen. Jen, good morning to ya. Hello there. It's time for another poop word of the day. 
of saying you're going to go take a poop. Just say you're going to go release an otter into the river. Look at that. You're doing your, your part for mankind. You're releasing an otter back in the river. That's fantastic. Well, laddie frickin' duh! Hey, Fire says, good morning, Arnie and Jen. Here's to another fun-filled ed- edition to, of the show. And R.I.P. Gary Rossington, amen to that. Gold says, good morning, guys and gals. Yes, uh, I just gendered all of you. <laughs> yes, you did, you son of a bitch. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. Even if it's Monday, it's a good one. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Boo, Monday. Fred says, good morning, y'all. Cowboys girl, good morning, ass family. The good Darren says, happy Monday morning, ass family. Right back at you, my friend. You're out, says, I had a feeling Skinner would be on the playlist today. Morning, ass family. Douglas says, morning, ass family. Christopher, the movie man himself, says, hot diggity damn. You guys ready for a new week of ass? I sure as fuck am. Look at that, man. He's rhyming. He, boy, you know it's going to be a good week when Christopher comes out the gate rhyming. Fuck your mama. Ah, Hot Mama's in the house. How are you today, Hot Mama? Uh, Timmy and Nicole says, good morning, friends. Working from home today. His job of the gut is acting up again. Man, you never realize how much your gallbladder does until you don't have one anymore. I'm so over all this crap. Literally. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, man. Oh, my lucky stars. The one... Uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. If anybody's going to sit on Ryan Gosling's face, it's going to be me. Hey, whoa, <sighs> wow. All right, Sanchez family says, hey, now. Derek says, good morning, ass and fa- ass family. Boo Monday. Uh, uh, may he rest in peace, the free bird guy. Oh, looky there. Mage is in the house. Hold on a second. We got to get to the right thing for Mage. Here and go. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's Ooh, up? Good wrestling last night. Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Says, good morning, ass, and AIG in honor of my asshole five-year-old son who told me this weekend that I had the privilege to buy him stuff because he was my kid. So the Japanese word of the day is Hirojami. Translation is high on the hog. All right. I like that. Hirojami. High on the hog. Desert Runner, good morning. House Payne, good morning, ass family. And big welcome back to the KFC Double Down Sandwich. Is it back now? Okay, good. A couple things from this weekend. Um, I got a TV show uh, that I wanted to see because I really do like Forrest Winter. Forrest Whitaker, the actor, is a fantastic actor. Um, he played Jefferson in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He's the big old brother that, that's got the old, uh, the, the old cockeyed. He, he kind of fuck up eyes. Well, he's playing the character um, uh, Bumpy Johnson. And it's on a show called uh, Godfather of Harlem. It's got two seasons. I watched pretty much all of it over the weekend. I got to say, great show. And, and this is like the real-life story of Bumpy Johnson, who did run Harlem until uh, Frank Lucas took it over, where American Gangster, that movie, uh, kind of picked up. Uh, these kind of go entwined with one another. So if you're a fan of that movie, you might like this show. I watched it this weekend. Really good, but really violent. Lots of colorful language. Got to like that in there. Uh, Andrew says, Monday, fun day. What's up, ass family? How you doing, buddy? Then I also watched the uh, Chris Rock special. 
I'll talk about wrestling here in a second, too. Uh, Chris Rock special on Netflix this week. He ran live Saturday night. I watched it yesterday. There are a lot of things I took away from it, including I fell asleep during it. That's never good if I fall asleep during a comedy show. Um, the stuff they did on Will Smith I thought was great. Uh, he, he, did, he did go after Will Smith pretty good, pretty hard, laid into him. Selective outrage is what he calls it. But the rest of the show seemed... Um, uh, no, Hot Mom, I am not watching The Last of Us on HBO. I do not have HBO. But I could watch that if I wanted to. Um, I can't fix Forrest Whitaker's car. My dad's television repairman has an awesome set of tools. Um, the Chris Rock special, the one thing I've always liked about Chris Rock, Chris Rock has always been tight with his shows, with his Netflix specials, with his HBO specials. He's always been tight, meaning there wasn't a lot of uhs and mmms and, and, and pauses. There was a lot of that in this. And the other thing there was, there was a little bit of, and there was a little bit of preaching in it. Not not preaching like Jesus stuff, but but preaching at you. And I, the Chris Rock is slowly kind of going into that because Chris Rock used to be just Chris Rock. He was talking about, you know, tossing your salad. Do you want jelly or do you want syrup? I prefer syrup. This one, he didn't seem quite as tight. And, and it, the, 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 weird, the weirdest part for me, and I know this is going to be weird to, to hear, but he came out dressed in all white. Chris Rock has always done every special in all black. Always looked great. This white thing with like a prince emblem. I don't know. I expected a lot more. I, I'll say that. Uh... Uh, Swoosh says, didn't even chuckle. I, it, there were a couple parts that I laughed at, but that was it. Uh, not really. <sighs> Shit, I laughed more the other day in a fucking three-minute Bill Burr clip, uh, the, that I wa- or clip that I watched. It's tough watching that. And, and, and I know why Chris Rock did this. A, he had a strike while the fire was still kind of hot, but not really. And you can tell he's worked it all out to where he he didn't really eviscerate, eviscerate Will Smith. See, we wanted that. That's the problem. This is the problem that I have with him. I did like what he said about Will Smith, but the selective outrage, he's trying to get a hashtag word going, selective outrage. Okay, I get it. You should have done this special six six months ago. It was still fresh. It was still a thing. Now that the Academy Awards are here, it's only going to be a thing because the Academy Awards are here. Not Gay Guy says, I expected it to be funny. Boy, was I wrong. I'm sorry, I think Chris Rock hurt the movie Lethal Weapon 3. Now, I liked him in that. But did he address the slap? Was it an act? No, it wasn't an act. 
I started watching Animal Kingdom. It's about a criminal family. Have you seen that? I know it was on TNT for a while. Yeah, the, the Chris Rock thing, uh, kind of a swing and miss. Now, now the, the bigger highlight of the weekend, though, is I'm looking at them right now. Brad Kid did this for me, and, and we got the frames this weekend, and I put them up. Um, I do have the first wrestling program that I ever went to, the world-class Star Wars Reunion Arena. Dallas, Sunday, August 15th, 1982. That's right, I was alive in the late 1900s. And I've got them all framed. They all face me now on my wall. My dad's right next to them. So I, I, I got to say it. Thank you, Braddy Kid. Uh, one of the greatest gifts ever. Uh, this is fantastic. I loved it. All of it. Everything he said was de- dead on. Hot Mama, I've watched every season of Animal Kingdom. It's fantastic. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. I found something for you, and I wanted to make sure you were here to hear this. Because I don't think that you have the tick or the talk anymore, so uh, enjoy Irish this. For the first slaysen- oh, oh, da, da, da. We'll start over. <clears throat> Irish were the first slaves in the Americas, predating the first black African slaves by almost a decade. What? Slavery is perhaps one of the oldest profit-making endeavors in human history, and the Irish were a special target for a thousand years. Throughout history, the Irish were persecuted by one faction or another. Those transported unwillingly and effectively sold were not considered to be indentured. The Irish introduction to slavery was during the first Viking raids in the year 795, lasting through the mid-9th century. This period saw the Irish killed and enslaved. In 841, the port that became known as Dublin was taken and occupied by Ivar the Boneless, and by 853, this part of Ireland was a Norse trading center, and slaves were a large part of it. King James I of England issued the Order of Banishment. This allowed those Irish captured to be sold, a permanent banishment. In 1612, the first recorded Irish slaves were sold. This brought them to the New World. But it is clear that they were forced out of Ireland to the New World, hence the status of slaves. They were to become the property of the English plantation owners in the North American colonies. Tens of thousands of Irish men and women were sent to the Eastern American colonies. Do as- I need to say any more? Where are my reparations? I want them. We were here first. Well, as I would play at the very beginning of the show. Well, Lottie frickin' God! Sounds like somebody's thinking to get $5 million. What? 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 I I can't get. Why can't I get reparations? Yep, fucking Scandinavians and Limeys, wankers, all of them. Uh, Stephanie says seven years before I was born. Yes, thank you. Yes, I I was uh I was uh about to. T- this was my birthday present for my eleventh birthday, which was um thirty three days later. But this was my birthday present, and I remember, and and I was bummed because. Bruiser Brody's not on this card. We went to the Thanksgiving Star Wars, and Bruiser Brody was on that card. Uh, and my Irish ancestor's surname comes from Celtic stock, not one of those watered-down Vikings. Look out, Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. Your ass is getting sued, and I want some money. I've been saying this for a long time. A lot of nationalities. Every nationality has been a slave. Uh, every single one. Ah, 
Now, now I, I, I found that over the weekend, and I laughed, and I knew I couldn't send it to him, so I wanted to play it here on the show. Uh, but, look, nothing's going to happen from that. I do have another video we got to play on the show uh, with some of the stories that we have uh, today, including this. Um, where's the outrage? Where is the general concern, if you will, for this? Um, Gavin Newsom. You know, the governor of California, there, there's a little little weather pattern going on in California right now. People in Southern California are snowed in. Roads are closed. People aren't going to work in Northern California either. They're snowed in. We've seen all the highlights. We've seen all the clips. Gavin Newsom has been on vacation. Uh, It's unclear where Newsom traveled, as his office doesn't comment on such matters due to what they say are security concerns. However, the uh, governor reported left California on Wednesday, um, and Californians are trapped in their homes, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, You remember when when, um, uh, uh, Ted Cruz, now, now once again, this is me having to stand up for Ted Cruz, and I find Ted Cruz to be kind of creepy. Ted Cruz left the state of Texas when the, when the, when, when, when the storm hit, that big ice storm hit. Remember? And he went to, to Mexico for his family. His family was there. And, oh, my God, this is terrible. And he flew back. Remember all that? There was national outrage, national outrage for that, for a senator from Texas who, who went on vacation. Where's the outrage here? Californians are fucking, they're freezing their asses off. Fucking roofs are caving in. And the governor is is out of town? Oh, that's convenient. Hmm. Uh, last year, he was also blasted for vacationing in Montana, except uh, for it being one of the 22 states which banned state-funded travel. California didn't want to work with them because they weren't forcing people to get the shots. Yet, Gavin Newsom went there anyway on state-funded travel. Hmm. Arnie, I did some uh, searching last night. It's been recently reported that there will be a Beverly Hills Cop 4 on Netflix in 2024. You confirm this? I do confirm that. Yes. Uh, I know that they've started. I, I believe they're in the editing process of that Desert Runner. Uh, that's why it's kind of a big deal to see Eddie Murphy uh, doing that shit comedy with Jonah Hill. But that was kind of Eddie's like soft, uh, soft opening into the Netflix world. Eddie Murphy's going to make a shit ton of money through Netflix. He saw how Adam Sandler did it, and he's seeing how these people are doing it. They're they're making movies. Some of them aren't bad. Some of them. Uh, some of the Netflix movies aren't too bad that are made. Some, some are dog shit. I'll, I, I'll tell you that right now. But every once in a while, they have one. Ryan Reynolds had an action one a couple years ago. Chris Hemsworth has an action one, and part two is coming out this year. I forget what it was called, but it was pretty badass as far as action movies go. 
So Netflix is doing good. I, I hope they don't fuck up. But, well, look, it's hard to fuck up Beverly Hills Cop because it was fucked up with part three anyway. So, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't snow at work last night. I'm sure it hit tonight, tomorrow morning, though. But we've uh, had a lot of people without fucking power coming in all fucked up. And that is Alicia saying that. And, uh, I took a dump at work. Wow. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Ah, Alicia, good morning to you. I hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> That's, your out says kind of creepy. Understatement of the year. Yeah, look, wait. Ted Cruz is a pretty creepy guy. I got to say it. Uh, Ted Cruz didn't deserve to get hammered for less as uh, being for two days. The state had cold in, uh, incident handled, and the federal level was covered by Cruz's number two. Not an issue. Oh, I understand, but still, it, look, look, I get it. I get why they did it. He's a Republican. He's supposed to be there for his people. I understand it was bad optics. I agreed that it was bad optics that he went to, to, to Mexico while Texans are freezing. And he could have left it just at that and said, hey, this is a family vacation. But see, when he doubled down and he came back, that kind of proved that he was doing something wrong and he's handing out bottles of water. And I'm sitting there going, come on, Ted. You're better than that. Gavin Newsom won't do that. Because if Gavin Newsom's not better than that, Gavin Newsom's a big piece of trash. Okay, another big old piece of trash is that uh, horse-faced broad no, not the Crisley daughter. No, 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 no. Oh, and, and oh, God. And she, she doubled down on being such a snatch to this weekend. Um, what, what, what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is mocked for bragging about killing thousands of Amazon jobs. One of the guys from Shark Tank was uh, on some uh, CNN show. He was on with Don Lemon. And uh, he goes, oh, you got AOC for that? She's great at that. And they're like, oh, what's she great at? And he goes, killing jobs. <laughs> Kevin O'Leary fucking set him up. It was hilarious. Um, and by the way, she's coming out, and she's proud of the fact that she slammed Amazon for wanting to open a fucking warehouse there and employ thousands of her constituents, but she voted against that. Boy, that's who I want representing me. Because how dare I have to work to get money in this country? Winter has ravaged this year, but seems to have steered clear of Virginia. It's been remarkably mild and quite lovely all season. I'm waiting for actual winter to hit us. I'm guessing maybe it won't. Well, hey, maybe not, maybe not this year. Maybe you got lucky this year. What the fuck is this? Uh, okay, I don't care. All right, so she she's come out, and she's bragging about taking these jobs now. She says, in the end, we were right. We didn't want to have those jobs. Yeah, yeah. God forbid you have jobs in your district. But, you know, the bigger thing that she did this weekend, and, and this just talks, this, 
if somehow you find yourself saying, you know, she's not that bad. She's not that bad of a person. Okay, hey, I, I, but when you hear this story, you're going to be on my side. Remember last week how we were excited that, that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is uh, being investigated for accepting not only $30,000 tickets to the Met Gala, but also a, a, I don't even know how much the dress was, the one that said tax the rich on there. And she was given those, and she didn't necessarily report them, which is a big boo-boo. It's a big no-no. Oh, I got to fix my Texas clock. Hold on a second here. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here, fellas? Hey, buddy. Let me get that second hand. There we go. Now it's fixed. I'll make sure that, that that's how I keep time in here. The clock that ogre made me. Um, Remember, uh, we were all excited about it. They're going to investigate this broad. Maybe this will be the thing that brings her down. Well, nope. She decided that she was going to throw one of her campaign staffers under the bus for that one. That's right. She claimed to investigators that the uh, Office of Congressional Ethics, she was unaware that thousands of dollars for the dress, rental shoes, hair, makeup, and other were unpaid for months. Quote, I just never, ever, ever would have allowed that to happen knowing what I've learned. But it wasn't privy to uh, the invoices, wasn't privy to the ones that had been sent. Uh, But in the report Thursday revealed those expenses were not paid in full until after the office opened its probe into Ms. Cortez. The day after the probe was opened, uh, a hairstylist agency threatened to report her campaign to the City of Labor for $500. She threw a campaign staffer under the bus for this because she's a bitch. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey, mm-hmm. that soft and cuddly feeling. We're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. Amen to that. I mean, her blaming a staffer. That was the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. I swear. Oh, God almighty. I... I keep asking, how do these people get in office? And then I have to remember, oh, yeah, morons live there. That's how she gets in office. Morons put her in office. We still allow morons to vote. And then you have to ask yourself, well, are we being too hard on the morons? Maybe the morons were sold a, uh, a, a bill of goods saying she'd do all this. By the way, what has she done? I'll wait. Because I know she hasn't sponsored a bill that's gone through. I don't even think she's sponsored a bill. What's she done? Uh, let's see if I can say it in Spanish. Cerro. Uh, she has done dick. Nada. Ixnay on the duce. Because she ain't done shit. 
Hell, I've done more for this country in her time in office than she has. She shook her booty in a viral video and got elected. She needs to be spanked, I'll volunteer. Oh, the liberal battle cry, it's not my fault. I don't think that the ethics committee is going to maybe take all this. They, they're going to look a little bit, oh, oh, well, she, one of her staffers didn't pay. Well, we have to let her off the hook. I'm waiting for the AOC sex tape. She's a donkey, but still cute. I've made more shit. You know what? Here's the thing. I'll say this about her. If she is dumb enough to have filmed a sex tape, and yes, I think in this day and age, if you're not married, you make a sex tape with your husband or your wife. Look, this is one of those secrets I'm going to tell you once again as a man. And I've told you this one a long time, and this is why I don't share dick pics, because I, I know you women too. You gals, you send naked pictures to your guy, and y'all are just dating. Guess what? All his friends have seen it. Every single one of his friends have seen it. Now, if y'all are married or once you get engaged, the sharing of naked pictures with friends stops. And I would imagine that also goes uh, for sex tapes. At least I would hope. But you see, AOC ain't married. She's just dating this ginger-haired fella, which I think is a beard to begin with. If she's dumb enough to have made a sex tape in this world, in this day and age, though that shit's going to be released. I've made more shit. Amen to that. She has a favorite big booty Latina to some. I don't know. She looks like she'd be boring in the same. Oh, she went low. Stink fist. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I never said the tape was going to be good. This is like Paris Hilton. And Paris Hilton released some statement about how her sex tape got released because the guy threatened her with it. That's bullshit. And you want to talk about a bad sex tape. Paris Hilton tape. I mean, we could rank the all-time worst. Kim Kardashian's up there. Uh, Paris Hilton's is up there. Pam Anderson at least had some flair in her sex tape. She looks like she uses her teeth in a blowjob. Yeah, she does look like she would give a toothy blowjob. Was she even a good bartender? I don't think so. I think she probably got, I think she'd probably, you know, tending bar at TGI Fridays or wherever she's at. She's had a couple of, uh, well, I don't know, either tequilas or rums, whichever side of the peninsula she wants to be from that day. And she's probably, you know, I'm going to run for office. And they, they better, it, and she's probably, look, I, I ain't going to take away, she's very intelligent, very book smart. So she's going to know. And she got elected there, and she probably had no clue. As a Puerto Rican, that bitch ain't got that booty, and she's an embarrassment. Okay. Oh, that's right. She claims to be Puerto Rican, right? A blowjob from her would have to be an anniversary thing, and you'd probably ask her to stop. 
Oh, the dreaded oral sex tap. It goes for both sexes. You never want to get that tap. It's like they're bringing in a reliever. All right. That's enough. Where would you rank the Farrah Abraham sex Well, here's the thing. The Farrah Abraham sex tape was an actual porno. The, the, the thought that that was a leaked video from her house where she happened to be dating one of the hottest porn stars at the time, uh, James Dean, yeah, that was that was a real take. Now look, look. In or, uh, in terms of production quality and acting, oh, it it's one of the top sex tapes of all time. But that's not a leaked sex tape. No, 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 no. As Alec Baldwin would say, no, 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 no. <clears throat> She'd probably give you a wet wipe before a blowjob and ask you to clean it first. Blowjob from her, and you would definitely be saying just the tip. Oh, amen to that. All right, so enough about this toothy blowjob giver, Miss Ed. God almighty. I think that's great that she blamed a staffer. Yeah, it was a staffer that did it. Fuck all you people. Um, Let's see, where are we going next? Um, The big, oh. Now, now, this is what they're calling this, and I don't want to drop this, but I'm going to anyway. <clears throat> Living through the largest and deadliest scandal in American history, uh, but the elite media refuses to connect the dots and analyze it. That's right. COVID-19, the deadliest scandal in American history. I do believe that I referred to this first in 2020 as the JFK of our times, and I'm going to go ahead and say... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take credit for this one. They're saying because of the teachers' unions and the totally misguided destructive public health policies, children who were under virtually no risk from COVID-19 lost at least a year of education. Many of those children today still suffer from depression and other mental health challenges from forced isolation and lack of social contact. I don't want to play the sound effects anymore. I, I and and you know I I don't want to be that guy that is right about this. It just so happens I am. That finally, some people are having the fucking stones to come out and call this what it is—a farce, 
But I warn, I warn everybody from cheering this because all this is going to do and the reason why they're doing this, this is not an accident. This is not the media saying, oh, this is our mea culpa moment. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what they're doing. They're doing this to make sure one man does not run for president again. And I'm not, I'm not a pro-Trumper, and I'm not saying this is all to get, but this is to make sure that he doesn't run. Now, he doesn't necessarily, he's not necessarily going to win. There's still some viable people out there. Ron DeSantis. But what they're doing is they're making this big story about all this cover-up, all this, you know, stuff. And they're all going to lay it, all of it, on the feet of the President of the United States at the time. Now, if by some miracle in the next year and a half, as campaigns start to ramp up, Let's say that this goes by the wayside. And they say, oh, oh, well, Donald Trump, well, he was just doing what's right, states' rights, all that. And, and we start to see kind of a national forgiveness for him for that. Because I think they're playing this, I think that they're throwing this card out there a little too early. But I'm going to tell you, they've got one in reserve. And that one in reserve is. He was the one who gave this vaccine. He was the one that 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 Operation Fast Track or wherever the hell Warp Speed Operation Warp Speed. He didn't care about testing it. He didn't care. He just wanted to put drugs in people's systems. It will all fall in the feet of Donald Trump. And for some weird reason, we're going to see. Uh, Whoever the Democrats are coming out and saying, oh, we never wanted to approve this shot. We were forced to approve this shot. We were forced to make the people take this shot. Otherwise, they would withhold federal money from us. We're not going to see the the hours of video we have of Democrats saying, follow the science. We're not going to have that. Those are all going to go mysteriously away. We're not going to have the videos of uh, maybe maybe they'll come on TV. Maybe Kamala and, and Joe will come on TV and say, no, we weren't getting injected with that crap. That was water. That was saline. We did that just to make the American people take it so these states could continue to get their, their life support of money. Warp speed, the pace that Biden ruined this country. Uh, God, I hope it's not a battle of the grandpas in 2024. My guy Ron has my vote. And the new story, long COVID is causing heart and pulmonary problems. Not uh, not the jabs, long COVID. What a joke. Oh, it, they have so many names for this. And I mean, look, all you got to do is follow the money trail. You see the Anthony Fauci's company got 40 $400 million in, in payments.
we're not as stupid as we seem because we do we do look for alternative forms of media. That was the one thing. And do you want to know why the federal government, and this could be a conspiracy theory and I don't care, but and I've said this for a long time, I'm terrified of the federal government getting a hold of the Internet. This being the reason. You remember what they wanted to do to insurance, even though that wasn't their job? This one will be a lot easier for them to to take over because they could say this does answer the one job the government has, and that is to protect the citizens of the United States of America. That's the only job the government has. Now, they tried to take over the insurance business, and that didn't go well. When they take over the Internet business, shows like mine will be going away. Well, not at first. Because, you see, what's going to happen is, and we've seen the, the bricks of this wonderful structure get laid already at the late, latest State of the Union address. And I covered it a little bit then. I'll cover it more uh, now. When Joe Biden was talking about how sad it is that a parent has to drive to a laundromat so that their child can use Wi-Fi because computers and Wi-Fi is too expensive. Government wants to come in there and, and provide you free Internet access. Now, there will be limitations. You won't be able to go to certain sites. If your teacher asks you to write a paper on what Fox News said, you probably won't be able to access that site. And I say that as a joke, but it could be the truth. But at first, people will still go, no, I want my Internet. And they'll pay for private Internet service. That is until the federal government starts regulating and taxing the shit out of that where those companies can no longer afford to do business. And then the government will say, well, this is what we'll do. We'll just buy up everything that you have because you guys are going out of business now. We'll buy up everything that you have, pennies on the dollar, and we'll be able to provide America with all of the Internet service it needs for free. When that happens, my job here is over. This will no longer be a, a, a place where people can speak freely. It already happens in different countries. Like in, in China, you can't show pubic hair in their, in their pornography. I imagine you can't really speak out against the government either. But uh, that's just the one that I know for sure. There's a lot of countries that do that. In Canada, remember we, we did the story in Canada about um, how they can regulate the Internet now? And if you speak anti-government stuff on their social media, they can come and arrest you? Welcome to America. Uh, why I'm glad the Supreme Court recently ruled on Roe versus Wade, less federal government involved in our lives. Well, see, Desert, you see it the right way. A lot of people say, oh, my God, well, you live in a state that, well, you might love living in that state, but you better change the politics, and it's up to you to do it. 
Sanchez Russell Brand uh, was on MSNBC uh, Morning Joe. Those hosts are dumb. Russell Brand destroyed the guy from M- MSNBC uh, this weekend on uh, Bill Maher. I saw parts of that. I saw this story about how John Stewart destroyed a, a state senator in Oklahoma about drag shows and, and gun laws. And, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired of this. I, I'm really, really getting tired of people equating everything in the world to gun laws. They're trying to, try to, to, to trace in the freedom of speech to drag shows in front of children. Now, do I think that states should outlaw drag shows? No. But I don't think children need to be going to see them. And if they're doing this in school, then that, that, that's a part of the, you can't have these people in the school. These are, these are a disruption. I'm sorry. See, the whole gun thing, you want to compare apples to apples, I'll compare apples to apples. But you do not have a right in this country to watch a drag show. Once again, nowhere in the Constitution. I already know that one. I don't even need to ask uh, Ogre to help me look that one up. But you know what is in there? That's right, that little, that pesky bastard, that Second Amendment. And you want to know what other countries think of the Second Amendment? Well, this is only one person. But I do have the story that goes along with this. And I find this to be one of the most fascinating stories I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Um, hold on a second. got to find uh, the story that goes along with this video because I looked up the story uh, as soon as I saw this video. There it is right there. I'm going to play this video for you. It is an impossible thing for British people to understand the Second Amendment and why Americans have guns. But let me tell you. Americans would never allow a gas company to break into their homes and mess with things inside their homes. It's not even possible. Americans look at this and just go, they're incredulous. It's not believable that that could happen because Americans are raised with freedom kind of hardwired into them. They're told it's your God-given right. Your freedom is yours. And your Second Amendment right is yours to defend your freedoms with. And British people have fed this diet of, you know, mass school shootings and weapons are terrible and Piers Morgan's pant wetting. We mustn't have guns. Guns are a terrible thing. But the thing is, the Second Amendment is what separates America from about every other country on this planet. Because if you break into an American's home... Goddamn you right. You plan on not being able to leave that home. It couldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And it's why the Second Amendment is so important. It's what separates Americans. And right now, there is the greatest citizen militia of all time in America. And I find that to be a very reassuring thing. Because every time Biden does something stupid, Americans buy another weapon. And that happens quite a lot. (laughs) This is all stemming from the UK government. Responding to deeply shocking revelations that decked debt collectors working for British Gas broke into customers' homes to install prepay gas meters that left vulnerable people at risk of having their heating cut off. The parent company, Centrica PLC, said they've halted the unacceptable practice. The country's energy regulator has launched an investigation. So this is the gas company coming into your house. 
and it's a part of the government. They come into your house, and they say, Oh, blimey, this is all the electricity you can have. That shit wouldn't happen in America. Hell no. Motherfucker, you're going to get attacked by a dog and probably shot. But once again, people understand that the Second Amendment is one of the founding characteristics of our country. Uh, let's see. Mage says, my son's school has a ban on wearing hats, but they have a girl who goes to school dressed like a dog and has a friend walk with her on a leash, and she is on all fours. What the fuck? And they have a ban on wearing hats. Does this girl also potty outside? I, I, I mean, look, I, I'm asking seriously. Does she go to the bathroom outside? Because if so, Mage, I've heard this said a number of times from a number of smart people. Um, it is time to take your kids out of public school. I mean, my God, we got a phone call coming in. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? It's V Coop. How's it going? Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, pal? Good. So I'll give you uh, I'll give you a little bit of British information that's kind of infuriating. So that gas company thing's nothing. The Brits actually have bounty hunters, but they're not like the ones we have. So what they do They don't have is, blonde hair and call you brother. I mean, they might. They'd be uh yeah, they'd be they'd be pretty pale. Could you imagine like a see through dog the bounty hunter? <laughs> With a British accent. Hey brother. Go yeah. I'll cheer you. Go with God. Go with God, brother. Um, but no, so they don't come and arrest you. But what they do is like, let's say you have, let's go with a, a parking fine. And let's, let's just say you either toss it, forget about it, or uh, take it blew away. You don't know you have it. And so this, uh, this fine keeps going on and on. It keeps collecting debt. Well, a bounty hunter will purchase that. And then the way they get paid is they will actually go into your home. They don't care whether or not you're there. They will break into your home and they will take things of value. And that is how, that is what they use to pay off your fines. Dear God. So fuck, man. Oh, that'd be a shooter's paradise here in Texas. People would not pay their fines on purpose just so they could shoot people. Yeah. That's insanity. I'm actually shocked that, uh, old Gavin, uh, uh, I'm sure he's probably listened to your show. He might be like, that is an incredible idea. But, oh, God, uh, yeah. Oh, you know he knows about this shit already. He's like, I'm ready to start breaking in. Yeah, we'll, we'll break in with cops who aren't armed, so that way we can kill all the cops that we can, too. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Jesus. All right, well, hey, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it, brother. Keep the jokes rolling in. Will do. See you, buddy. Uh, that is the one and only V. Coop. Um, May just answered my question and he says, no, she goes to the bathroom. All right. Well, still fucked up. Uh, I ragged on a power company guy just opening my gate and going in my backyard to read the meter. Now the ring, they ring the doorbell and ask, I can't fucking fathom them coming into my home unannounced. Shick, shick, boom. <laughs> the last things they'll hear before shutting off this mortal coil. Mm-mm. The only good thing to ever come out of Britain with the colonists. Sounds like collection agents for the mob. It really does. I can confirm what V. Coop said. I watched a series called Can't Pay, Will uh, Take It Away. The repo guy will just take whatever the fuck is valuable to auction. No warrant needed because they have authority by the high court already. Wow. 
Wow, that's amazing to me. I had no idea. Fuck, that would be a great job to have because people in Great Britain ain't got guns, so they ain't going to shoot you when you come in the house. Yeah, that's not a problem business or anything. The government fucking uh, allows people to break into other people's homes? Good God almighty. (laughs) It doesn't really surprise me at all. I, I mean, seriously, it, it just doesn't. I, I, I got to stop getting surprised at this crap. I'll save that one there, okay? Put that one away. All right, we got to talk about these fucking assholes again. The trans people. I don't really want to, but I have to. Due to USA powerlifting, is now being forced to allow trans athletes to compete in women's division after losing discrimination case. Powerlifting president says he may appeal. USA powerlifting will now allow transgender athletes to compete in the women's division after losing a multi-year court battle in Minnesota. J.C. Cooper, a transgender female, filed lawsuits in 2019 and 21, accusing the organization of discrimination for banning her from competing. Court this week uh, ruled USA Powerlifting was making a person pretend to be something different and had violated Minnesota's Human Rights Act. The powerlifting didn't make somebody pretend to be somebody they weren't. She's already doing that. When will we stop doing things that feel right, even though we know it's wrong? When are we going to start doing things that are right? Now, Jay texted me. I want to read what Jay had to say. Um, Let's see. I'm going to say this. I hated Russell Brand for many years, but dude is a smart motherfucker and one of the celebs that leans more right. Watch his appearance on Bill Maher and how he crushes the dude from MSNBC, one of the most intelligent celebrities I've seen. I have to say the same thing about Russell Brand. Why? Because Russell Brand doesn't have a side to root for. Russell Brand knows that both sides are are equally terrible, and he just wants what's best for whatever place he's in at the time, whether it's Great Britain or whether it's in America. And he... I literally decapitated the guy from MSNBC goes because how dare MSNBC throws uh, stones at a glass house when they're doing the exact same thing that Fox News does. I forgot the coup de gras about British bounty hunters. Sometimes they break into the wrong house and they're still allowed to take what they want. Well, that's even better. Fuck, I'd never go to the right house. Why would I go to the right house that's in the hood? I'd go to the wrong house in the nice neighborhood and take some good shit. So now we got a man that transitioned into becoming a woman. I don't know about y'all, but I'm getting pretty fucking tired of these fucking bullshit games. Okay? Look here. 
I've, I've said, I, I don't know. I, I guess, you know what? I'm going to say it every fucking time. If you're born a man, you can never be a woman. And if you're born a woman, you can never be a man. The end. Sorry. Now, you can dress up like it. You can pretend to be it. You can take all the drugs in the world. You can have the bottom surgery. You can be a part of that 5 to 10% of people that have that bottom surgery. That's right. It's only 5 to 10%. Yeah, choke that down with your morning coffee. Oh, before you say, well, wait, wait, wait. Why are we doing all this? Because we're idiots. That's why. You want to have all that stuff done? That's fine. Guess what? You're still not the other sex, and you never, ever will be. You don't have the right chromosomes for it, and you can't take out your chromosomes. Now, if you want to say that you identify as this, that, or the other, you go right ahead. But if somebody doesn't call you what you want to be called, or somebody makes fun of you for looking this stupid way, then you know what? You're going to have to put on your whatever big gendered pants that you've got on And buckle them up, because that's what it is to live in America. People give people that are weird shit. The end. This whole idea of, oh, you can't say anything. Uh, That that causes violence. Uh, Literally, literally, the, the transgender people, let's not forget what they did. About, what, three, four months ago, they tried to do something. Um, where, where is it? Where, where do I have? Okay, hold on. I can find this song very, very quickly. Um, this song right here. Looking out on the morning rain. Mm-hmm. This song, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, so caused violence, is what they claim. This song causes violence towards trans women. Now, is the song assaulting anybody? No? Maybe you don't like Aretha. That you can't really say that's audible assaults. That song causes violence towards the trans community. I, I, I still don't uh, understand how that song causes violence, but this song doesn't. Are You Queer? Now, it's a great song. It's a fucking awesome song from the old punk days. You make me feel like a natural woman causes violence, but asking a guy if they're queer, uh, we're going to give that a pass. Now, I, I think they should be given a pass. Don't I'm not here to ban 
uh, Josie Cotton and her wonderful Johnny Are You Queer song. But I find it, I find it stupid is the right word. Stupid is how I find it. That we're going to say that I may, you make me feel like a natural woman causes violence towards people of transgenderness. Seems like kind of a stretch. I'm surprised Arnie wasn't belting that out. Besides, everyone knows that if Arnie sings, it's going to be uh, cause violence set out by the uh, by Adele. Oh, you goddamn dick! By her? Yeah. Okay. There you go. You got me. Super duper. Congratulations. Hello. It's me. Yeah, we know. We know it's you. I was wondering if after all <sighs> these years you'd like to meet. No, I don't want to meet you. It's because they use the word queer. The gays don't seem to mind that. And my best gay uh, loves that song. Well, it, it is a song that they have started to, to re-go after. But look, it, it isn't about the song. I picked that song for a couple of days. I knew your out was listening. I know she loves that song. But that's a great song there of asking a boy if they're queer because he's not interested in you. It's a, it's a punk rock song. Okay? I'm not for the canceling of any music anywhere. I, I, I think the canceling, the only time I want to cancel music is if it's bad or if it's Luke Bryan. One of the two. I, I mean, bad and Luke Bryan go hand in hand. They're kind of synopsis. They, they, they're, they're the same. That's the only time I want to see music banned. If the music's bad, I don't listen to it. Rap music in the last, I don't know, 25 years, don't listen to it. I don't. I think Flo Rida is about the last new artist I remember Saying, oh, there's a good rap artist. And I remember I used to call him Florida. But it's Flo Rida. You, you can see my mistake. But once again, uh, this goes down this whole road of, oh, okay, because we want to make everybody feel good. That's all this story is about this J.C. Cooper person. So let me break it down for you. J.C. Cooper was a failed male athlete his entire life. J.C. Cooper wanted to achieve something, but he wasn't quite strong enough. He wasn't good enough to make the USA powerlifting team as a man ever. So, J.C. had this whole idea of, you know what, I'm going to become a woman. Now, I don't necessarily have to have the bottom surgery. I just have to say I'm a woman. They'll pump me with some estrogen and stuff like that. I got to get off all the other junk that I'm on. Probably being a power lifter and all. And now I'm going to compete as a woman power lifter. Now, this is not the first time this has happened. No, 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 no. Do we not remember the Olympics last year or two years ago and the embarrassment that was? And I don't remember, was an American? But it was a power lifter who was a gal who was competing against the gals that was formerly a man. And everybody was against it. And they said, no, 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 she has to compete. 
bitch didn't even make it to the medal round. She didn't make it past the first lift. So now not only are you not a strong man, but you ain't even a strong woman. All that to get in there and you fucking shit the bed? My dad used to tell me this all the time. Sometimes a song is just a song. Look at Neil Diamond. We don't know what the fuck Neil Diamond was talking about. Well, we love his music. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I just now, I now put that together only because you did it for me. Florida is just Florida. Separated a bit. Duh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Post Malone. Jesus, Jen, I never knew that either. That's some funny shit right there. Uh, they were, Oh, that, that, the thing was from New Zealand? Okay, yeah. All right. Now it's going to be in America. We're going to have this powerlifting gal taking spots away from other gals. And, you know, the only... This is, this is the craziest part about it. And I know that women on this show are upset and they're enraged by this. Where are the women like Gloria Allred? Uh, breaking news, Derek Carr signing with the Saints. Good for him. Good for him. That's going to cost the Saints a lot because I, I know that the Raiders aren't going to go quietly. Good for him, though. Um, where are the women? All these women, the, the Me Too movement, where are they? And, and, and I'm very, very confused of why are they not standing up and saying, wait, wait, wait. This isn't right. You as a former man are now taking away opportunities of what has been and will always be a woman. Where are they? Longhorn Wiener Dad says, good morning, my brother-ass family. It's my hump day, and oh, you still suck. Say amen to that. Um, where, where are they? Where are they the one filing the lawsuit saying, no, sir, you can't compete? So what they're telling me, what people like Gloria Allwright and all these people are telling me is that it's more important to be politically correct than it is to be a woman. She'll stand up for if you don't get a job, but if you get replaced on a job by a man that now is a woman, she won't do anything for you. Ladies, I am on your side. 150%. If you need me to be the mouthpiece that, that you want and deserve, I will gladly go up on that hill and say, I stand for women and women's rights. Boys slash young men slash men should not be crossing over into women's sports. Now, I'm not going to say it the other way because nobody's talking about it the other way. Women going into men's sports because it's not happening. They're not competing. They're not making the team. So it's not a story the other way. 
That seems like it's a little uh, skewered in one direction, but that's just me. Women need to say enough is enough. Ben Shapiro said it best, the best women are men. It seems that way. I mean, who won Woman of the Year? Didn't, didn't like, Caitlyn Jenner win it once? And, yeah, man's winning Woman of the Year. I understand why there's not an automatic uh, additional category to compete in. Men, women, and then uh, two more for the men who used to be women and women who used to be men. Well, there's not enough room for that. So what they do is they divide it by sexes. And if you're a man that used to be a woman, then you got to compete against the other women. See, we don't need more categories. We already have enough categories. There's the men's category and there's the women's category. You will fit in one of those. I promise you. Now, if you're a hermaphrodite, we have to have a hermaphrodite because you got all the junk, but you really can't go fuck yourself. We might have to compete something for you. I mean, you're always going to be the gold medalist in, in your division. Did you see what Hershey's did and then the Daily Wire responds? No, I I didn't. I know the old joke of why do women, you know, uh, use the pronoun she, her, because if they did her, she, they'd be chocolate. But I did not see what the Daily Wire did with it, so please, please enlighten me. By the way, speaking of this now, um, resumes are now including they, them pronouns. Um, by the way, uh, in, in, in what will be deemed as shocking and filled with hate and oh my God, but resumes, including they, them pronouns are more likely to be overlooked. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Golly. Inclusivity, uh, shouldn't be just present in the workplace. It should be practiced during the hiring process as well. But unfortunately, non-binary job seekers are facing clear bias during their job search. According to a new report from Business.com, a business platform, over 80% of non-binary people believe that identifying as non-binary would hurt their job search. Duh! Similarly, 51% believe that their gender identity has affected their workplace experience very uh, or somewhat negatively. Duh. Uh, Hershey used a dude for a woman's day. <laughs> the Daily Wire started making their own chocolate bars. She, her, and he, him chocolate bars. Only one has nuts. Um, I'm a lamppost and my pronouns are a lamppost and my pronouns are mercury vapor and high pressure sodium. Okay. Yeah, that explains the homeless trans I see sashaying down the gutter. Yeah, because you know what? Hey, trans people. This, this is my favorite part, is telling them about this little place that we all know about, and it's called the real world. You see, 
in your little make-believe worlds of sports, and they're real to those people that are involved in the sports, but they're not real, real. We're talking about the real, real world. The, the, the people that have office jobs, the people that make this country run, you know, the employees of America and businesses. Let you in on a little, 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 uh, little, little secret here. Now, you might like this secret. You're probably not, though. The real world could give two fucks about whatever it is you want to claim you are. Okay? The business, whatever job that you have, your only job is to get that job done. The end. They don't care how you do it. They want it done. Hey, I'm sick today. Well, did you get that project done? Well, fuck you. Get it done. That's what the real world is. And to these these job seekers, and what it sounds like to me is, because I'm smelling this out, these are new people that have graduated from college that are trying to enter the workplace, and they have put the, them on their, as their preferred pronouns. Business doesn't have time to play that shit. A Fortune 500 company does not have the time to learn all 600 new pronouns that are out there. They don't have time for you to disrupt the workplace environment by showing up in gowns and things like that when you're a dude. They don't have time for that. What they have time for is getting the job done. That's it. And if you are going to fuck with that, and by the way, this is a good way to um, to whittle down the new candidates coming in. Let me give a tip to anybody. It, 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 if I have any of these listeners, I'm terribly surprised that I have any trans listeners because I'm not. I don't think that they should be encamped. I, I, I just don't support your whole effort. You want to live your life, you go right ahead, but I'm, I'm not going to play along. But I am going to help you here because that's what I do on this show. If you are a person of non-binary, whatever the fuck that means, you can be that all you want. All right? You can do that when the business hours aren't there. When the business hours are there and you're working for someone else, You want to get the job. You want to stand aside. Don't say that your pronouns are are was them, they, or whatever. Say your pronouns are your pronouns. Yeah, it's, oh, I have to, I can't be my legitimate self. Well, do you want to be your legitimate self or do you want to eat? I'm just asking. Look, 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 no, there ain't nothing wrong with working like four or five jobs where you're working 30 hours on each of those jobs a week. Because you can be yourself, because that's the trade-off. There's a trade-off for it. You can go work at crazy, wacky clothing stores and, and bookstores and music stores where they don't judge people. You want to work for a Fortune 500 company, though? They're going to judge you. I'm sorry. I apologize. And no matter what you do, it will never be enough as long as you're not doing the job. The job comes first. Your ideals and your, your, your ideology, I don't even think that's second, third, or fourth. 
when it comes to big companies. And I'm just trying to help you get the job. Um, let's see. The pronouns category for most employers say HR nightmare, and they're going to pass. Exactly. I, I, I mean, I, right there, that, that one gets it. Correct the mundo. Oh, contrary, Arnie, I did a two-hour training on this shit last week. Oh, I understand. Hey, I under, look, look, Red White, you have to. You have to. They still ain't going to hire these people because of exactly what Scott just said. That is definitely an HR nightmare. You know you're going to have issues with this person. Don't hire Now, you already being hired there, you're going to have to go through all this bullshit and check off all these boxes because the government is making your company do that. And I think it sucks. I think it sucks that people like you that that show up just to go to work have to go to a two-hour fucking seminar to train on what, and you know what, I'm going to go back to saying it, and I don't care. I, I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if people want to say, oh, you're just a, a hate monger. We, we've all known that. This is a mental challenge. I won't say it's a mental sickness. This is a mental challenge that people are having. And honestly, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time or the inclination to put up with it anymore. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of it all. Who gives a shit what pronouns you go by? You got a name? That's what the fuck I'm going to call you. There you go. Sunrun uh, preaches inclusivity. It's run out of San Francisco. Great benefits, though. Well, there you go. By the way, I love, love, love the fact that people are picking up exactly what I've been saying all this time about Joe Biden's cabinet being about inclusivity. Inclusivity is great if you have the right people, meaning you have the people that can handle the jobs that that are there. Look at the cabinet of the United States of America right now. Does anybody have a job there that they actually have earned or are in the field of? Pete Booty Gig? Come on. Pete Booty Gig was a shitty mayor of a small American town in Indiana, and he did a bad job there, and now you're going to put him in charge of all the transportation in America? With what knowledge? Oh, oh, by the way, I've been meaning to report this, Um, and this is one you're just going to have to look up. I did not save the story. I saw it in passing. Um, You know that train derailment? That happened in Ohio, and they've named all the chemicals chemicals that are bad. And I don't, I, I, I saw the story about the chemicals that were released into the areas, and I was thinking to myself, well, I could read these, but let, let's all just play along, right? All chemicals are bad, okay? Chemicals once they seep in the ground, they're bad. All right, we we can all agree to that. Okay, good. Um, everybody says, oh, this was Donald Trump. This is a deal he did. Well, um. This is part of the deregulation that the Obama administration did when they got rid of so much regulation in place. Now, now Donald Trump could have brought it back. I guess that's how they're going to blame it. They, they, but by the way, Joe Biden still hasn't brought it back yet either because, once again, it was an Obama thing. 
And, uh, yeah, he's the one who deregulated a lot of the stuff in the train kind of thing. Kind of looking like it's more of a D problem than an R problem. Um, I think if I was presented uh, like Taylor and Billions, uh, employers would have no issue because a person's sexual identity is a non-issue in the workplace. It's when it's put on the forefront and made to be the first thing you have to notice or address about a person. Uh, when it becomes their entire identity, it removes them as an employee in the workforce and makes them a showpiece in the workplace, a distraction to deal with. I think that's about the most eloquent way I've ever seen that put. And you use an example of a TV show that I love, Billions. Taylor is a non-binary, she's a chick that likes wiener. Because we've seen, well, and she likes vagina too. Uh, but she, she's been with a dude on that show. And it showed her nipples and I was really, really repulsed by it. Because, like, I was like, eh. But, but Taylor's hired because Taylor's a badass. Doesn't matter what Taylor puts in her mouth or, or her orifices. She's a badass. That's the person I want to hire who who looks at their sexuality or their genders or their fucking letters in front of their name as a second tier. Their job there is to make money for the company. The end. And the more money they make for the company, they can put that, that, that fucking non-binary shit out there a little bit more because they're that big. But that was a, that brilliantly said, Jim. Brilliantly said. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh. Biggest single I ever had, right? Whenever I chance to meet old friends on the street. Thank you. They want to call does a man get to be this way. Always got a smiling face And any time and any place And every time they ask me why I just smile and say Cause you've got to Kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back may try to guess the secret of our happiness but some of them never learn it's a simple thing the secret I'm a speaking of is a woman and a man in love and the answer is in the song that I always sing what you've got to Kiss an angel good morning And let him know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home Kiss an angel good morning And let him know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning like the devil when you get back home. Woo! 
looks the same as I step down from the train and better meet me is my mama my papa down the road I look and there runs Mary hair of like cherries, it's good to touch the green, green grass of home. Yes, and they'll all come to me, arms reaching, smiling sweetly. Oh, it's good to touch the green, green grass of home. The old house is still standing Though the paint is cracked and dry And there's that old oak tree That I used to play on Yeah, down the lane I walk With my sweet To touch the green, green grass of home Yes, and they'll all come to meet me Arms reaching, smiling sweetly Oh, it's good to touch the green, green grass of home And I awake and look around me. Four gray walls surround me. And I realize I was only dreaming. Well, there's a guard and there's a saddle party. At daybreak again, I'll touch the green, green grass of home. Yes, never all come to see me in the shade of an old oak tree as I lay me neath the green, green grass of Me can't hack. It's early to rise, early in a sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm. I'm raising me a family and working on the farm. The days are all filled with an easy country charm. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and the sun sets low, pull out my fiddle and rosin up the bow. Kids are asleep, so I keep a cattle up. And thank God I'm a country boy. 
say Sally Gooden all day Yes, I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good So I fiddle when I can, work when I should And thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy Them money hungry fools. Rather have my fiddle and my falling tools. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, city folk driving in a black limousine. A lot of sad people thinking that's a mighty keen. Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah. But my dad is till the day he died And he took me by the hand, held me close to his side Said to live a good life, play my fiddle with pride And thank God, you're a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young how to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a thing on the fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little and thank God, I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Tom Jones version, not bad. Well, there is yet another version out there. Hold on, let's stop this. this uh, and I, you, I, I, pl- I think I played this uh, sometimes. The old hometown. Good old Johnny. Looks the same as I step down from the train, and there to meet me was my mama and my papa. Down the road I look, and there runs Mary. Uh, you gotta love Johnny Cash. But yes, uh, the Tom Jones I don't have the Tom Jones version. I, I need to get the Tom Jones version, because I like me some Tom Jones. Tom Jones is all right. You gotta love the man who's, whose former boss or former manager used to 
used to throw panties on the stage for him and give us hits like this. I saw the love. I mean, that song's about murder, so we probably shouldn't play it. Um, let's see. Uh, love me some Jesus Elvis and a little John Denver nice. I want to attend the John Denver Flying School. Yeah, he was decapitated. He was playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He flew away. He crashed into the bay. They never, they, they, I think they found his head. They never found his body. And it, his head, they, they opened it up, and he was singing, I Ain't Got No Body. I mean, that's the old joke right there. I really like that song. He's talking about pancakes, one of my most favorite things in life. Yeah, good old cakes on the griddle. Um, all right. Uh, oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't highlight any stories here. Oh, that was good of me, wasn't it? Um, there is video this weekend, and it's somebody that I don't care for. I don't like this guy whatsoever because, well, he's a piece of garbage. I, I think this might be the garbage break right here. We, we've got a lot of garbage we got to take out here. The first piece of garbage we got to take out is Jackson Mahomes. Arnie, did you see San Francisco officially turned off the lights on the Bay Bridge? No, why, why'd they do that to save electricity? Yeah, I, oh, you fucking wouldn't catch me on that fucking bridge. I already have a fear of driving on bridges as it is. They ain't got lights on there. I ain't going on there. Fuck you, right in the poop chute. The Kansas City Star is reporting that brother of um, Super Bowl MVP and NFL MVP Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, assaulted a waiter and the owner of an Oakland Park restaurant. In separate incidents, Jackson Mahomes shoved a 19-year-old male waiter more than once and later forcibly kissed the 40-year-old female owner of the restaurant. And it is all caught on video. Let's see. Hold on a second. Here, I've got the video warning. Uh, This contains graphic shit. Okay, there's no sound. So there's the owner. She's just sitting there grabbing. He grabs her by the throat and starts making out with her. She's kind of fighting him off. She's not digging it. She don't want any of it. And she has filed a suit against him. How dumb are you, Jackson Mahomes? How fucking dumb are you to grab a woman by the throat in a restaurant and forcibly kiss her? Now, the reason why I ask how dumb are you is this question here. People don't like you, Jackson Mahomes. They haven't liked you for years now because all you've been doing are stupid TikTok dances with uh, Patrick's skank wife and talking shit. You haven't backed up any of that shit. Your brother has had to back up all that shit. And if I was your brother, I would have kicked you to the curb a long time ago. Especially after this year's Super Bowl, when I'm sitting up there being interviewed on this grand stage, the grandest stage ever, and you pose yourself behind me just so you can get some clout and start dancing like an asshole, and you're not even that good of a dancer. I'm a better dancer than you are. And with this many people out there to get you, you do something like this, 
this is going to cost Patrick Mahomes a lot of money to make all of this go away. This gal seems like she's a very attractive gal, owns a restaurant, and she's got a 20-year-old grabbing her by the throat and forcibly kissing her, whose brother's pockets run very, very deep. Oh, just wait till the lawsuits. And it's on video, forcibly kissing her. I know it's only a kiss, but hey, you remember what they did with a fucking Supreme Court justice when he was 15 years old and he didn't do anything? Everyone knows you don't grab them by the throat. You go much lower. <laughs> and you make sure there aren't any cameras around, dummy. Uh, Derek Carter, the Saints. Yeah, we reported that. Uh, Patrick doesn't have to worry about financial fallout. He's insured by Geico. <laughs> uh, hold on. I want to I get to this uh, Derek Carr thing real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, sources saying he's going to sign there. Um Saints finished 7-10 and 10 last year. Carr declined to waive his no-trade clause by contract release. So he was released. So he can, I, I think he can just sign, right? There you go. Beer, I like beer too. We used to drink a lot of beer. Beer is good. Grab him by the pussy. All right, well, Derek Carr to the, the Saints. Good for him. Continuing his career. I, I Saints might go. I, I don't know now. They were seven and ten last year. They might go nine and eight, maybe ten and seven. But I, I don't think Derek Carr makes them a playoff team. I, I don't, and I'm not trying to put Derek Carr down at all. I Derek Carr got he, he got done dirty. I think in Oakland. But uh, I, I still don't think he's that great of a quarterback. He's not horrible. Not horrible by any means. But I, I, I think there's a, a lot that has to happen for him to be a Super Bowl-tier quarterback. That's just m- my opinion. That division sucks. It does. That division is not very good. By the way, Niner fans, have you heard the latest rumor? <laughs> I sent this to Warbird yesterday. Oh, this made my day because he sent back a throwing up emoji. Now I gotta find where where did it go? Um, oh, I I I just I I hope and pray that this is real. Um. The, the the rumors are is that um, – oh, wait, there it is. It's on Messenger. That's where I had it. Um, Baker Mayfield could be going to the 49ers. <laughs> 49ers could reportedly be interested in adding Mayfield to their roster ahead of the 2023 season. <laughs> oh, oh, that just made my day. Warbird says, not funny. Now, we have to talk about the biggest loser in all of society. And we can all agree that the biggest loser in all of society, not quite Baker Mayfield. 
I don't mind May- Mayfield being there. Somebody has to get coffee and keep the bench warm. Oh, God, I love it. I love it so much. It, make, it, it makes me smile on the inside. Um, this weekend, Prince Harry had his uh, pay-per-view uh, healing session. And, by the way, people are hammering the shit out of him. Uh, this, this writer, uh, Maureen Callahan, for the Daily Mail, says, Hurry, hurry, buy your tickets to gawk at the petulant print prince's wounded inner child but harry don't get mad at being diagnosed live on the air that's what we paid 37 dollars to see so i guess that's what happened so so harry had his big weekend uh phenomenon and i have a few highlights of it nobody nobody showed it on social media which i was not very happy about i was very upset at the social media people that didn't share this um I think the one thing that I took away from this is that Prince Harry recently spoke about his recreational use of psychedelics. That that drugs have helped him deal with his past traumas. It was the cleaning of the windscreen, the removal of life filters, these layers of filters. It removed it all for me and brought me a sense of relaxation, relief, comfort, lightness, and I managed to hold back for a period of time. Now, I don't know what he's using, but I don't think that marijuana... Meghan Markle's husband recently admitted that taking other drugs such as cocaine and marijuana as a teenager, which released in January. Um, so w- what's he taking? I, I, look, look, look. I, I'm, I'm dumb in the drug world. I, I know what I liked. I don't know what psychedelic Psychedelics are like, like, like LSD, right? And, and, and like Molly. The father of two wrote that he was first offered the drug at someone's country house during a shooting weekend. Oh, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's use psychedelics while we're operating guns. I'd been offered a line, and I'd done a few more since. Calling drug use not much fun. The military pilot said, uh, although that Coke didn't make him particularly happy, it did make him feel different. Harry also wrote about trying mushrooms. Uh, at Courtney Cox's house. Well, I, I'm sure Courtney Cox is really pleased about that. Uh, I discovered a box of black diamond mushroom chocolates. My mate and I grabbed several, gobbled them, washed them down with tequila. So th- this is a dad who's bragging about using psychedelics. While dealing with all this. So he's not dealing with it. He's a drug user. LSD, uh, mushrooms, sounds like shrooms. It's probably LSA seeds. Pretty popular in the UK. Well, uh, pardon me. Excuse me. Wait a minute. He's a drug user. 
Now, 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 hold on a second before we get into the the name calling and and me and my coconut oil. I'm not calling for change in the world. I'm I'm calling for the world to fucking pull his pants up and start acting the way it should. This is a guy who wants all kinds of shit, but he's fucking popping shrooms like there's no tomorrow. Is that what's going to happen? He's going to come out? And by the way, all hell is broke loose in England over the fact that they've been kicked out of the well, the, the Frogsmore Palace or Cottage. And it was offered to Prince Andrew, and Prince Andrew's like, I don't want that shithole. This is, this is what I love about the royals so much. And, and it's the entire family tree that has no forks in it whatsoever. Is no matter what these people do, they are still entitled. Prince Andrew has been caught fucking underage girls, has been all but kicked out of the monarchy, and his brother, the king, has said, look here, look, look, you ain't going to be a part of the fucking royal festivities no more, but we'll still let you, we'll let you live in this cottage. But it will, you'll pay a dollar a year, we're all good to go. Uh, blimey, no, it's below me. I'm fucking off with your head then. If I'm the king, I don't kick my son out. I kick my son and his fucking gold-digging wife out, and I said, you could live here, even though you've embarrassed the family far more than my son has. And now it's not good enough for you? Well, fucking A. Off to the gallows you go. Black diamond mushroom chocolates? Well, aren't you Mr. Fancy Pants? Those of us that wanted to get our shrooms back on in the day had to eat the nasty dried mushroom, literally gagging remembering back. It was awful. He gets it in chocolate for Pete's sake. I hope it was a bad trip. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. Drugs are bad. Not for him, though. Fuck it. Scored him Meghan Markle. I thought they were anti-drugs. Didn't Meghan Markle make him quit drinking and, and, and go vegan? Didn't he stop eating meat for her because of that magic pussy? I mean, we all agreed that, that there is something going on down there. That thing has got to be Amazing. And by the way, when are they going to come out and sue Chris Rock? Because Chris Rock shit all over them pretty good in his stand-up special. Now, was it funny? Ah, here and there when he made fun of them. I, I, I like when they get picked on by anybody. It just amazes me. It truly amazes me. Once again, the world is copying what I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, let, 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 let's go back in time. Who was the first guy to wear a jersey to school? Yeah, it was me. I wore a Herschel Walker, wore a Herschel Walker jersey starting my sophomore year at South Garland High School. Just made fun of it. Hey, Hersh, what time are you playing this weekend? Now, jerseys are sold everywhere. Why? Because I started the revolution. 
As soon as I graduated from high school, I grew a goatee, grew hair on my chin, could never grow the mustache. Facial hair started, Generation X. We made it okay. Unless you play for the New York Yankees. Then you still can't have facial hair. Sorry. My, 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 my reach is far and, and wide. Not that far and wide, though. Started all. And now? And now? More than half of the world's 8 billion people will be overweight by 2035. Once again, I started that a long time ago. Figures forecast to soar from 2.6 billion in 2020 to 4 billion people in 12 years. And do you know why? I'll tell you why. Because food is delicious. That is why. And it's cool to be overweight. Finally. Finally, through 51 and a half years of being the fat kid, finally the rest of the world is catching up. And they're realizing how fucking cool it is. First one at my junior high to wear cowboy boots. Uh, yes, it's the uh, it, yes, it's in the history books. Arnie, first fat man in history. Yeah, that's me. That is me. I tried losing, never worked, so I just said, "Fuck it, let's be fat." You know, it, I like to look at the 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 uh, the optimistic side. Here, here's the optimistic side. What was that one thing? What was the one thing? You know what? We have the video of this. Hold on. I, I, I the one thing that, that that beauty queens all over the world they practiced and they preached more than anything else. What did they want? They wanted to end starvation in this country. That's right. They wanted to end starvation. We even had this young lady from, from South Carolina once talk. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the US should help the US or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina I don't know what the fuck she just said. Your ass says, I cannot listen to this. It's so cringe. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, she's a goddamn legend. Um, that was a, a gal who was running for Miss America. That's about, that clip's about 10 years old. She's such a moron, and, and she was so lambasted for that. But they always ask these beauty queens, what would you do if you ran the world and they would end world hunger? Well, if half the world by 2035 will be overweight, uh, I I think we owe a debt of gratitude to every 
Miss America candidate that said they wanted to end world hunger because it seems like world hunger is going to be ended by 2035. If half the world is overweight, that means we're eating, right? Four out of five Americans can't, can locate a Baskin-Robbins on a map, though. I just lost 50 IQ points listening to that. The answer is because Americans are allowed to be fucking dumb and parents don't care about how dumb their fucking troglodyte rats grow up to be. That is the correct answer, yes. Still makes more sense than Biden. I wouldn't be surprised if she's a relative of Biden somehow. We need to help mages people get maps such as she's a Fetterman speechwriter. That poor bastard's in the cuckoo bin right now. By the way, did you see the story that was released last week and everybody had a fucking huge problem with it? So uh, John Fetterman, you know, the the wonderful uh, senator from Pennsylvania, th- this fella. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. And I can't wait till he gets out and I can start playing this. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Turn me loose from the nervous hospital. <laughs> that motherfucker is in the psych ward right now, because, uh, complaining of depression and all kinds of bad stuff, right? But somehow, somehow last week, offered a bill to Congress. Now, how could that happen? Oh, it was one of his aides, which pretty much proves the point that he is not doing anything in that office. He is in the nervous hospital, and we are waiting for this. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. I went to the Senate cafeteria. I like them taters. Mm-hmm. You got taters and biscuits and mustard. Mm-hmm. I reckon I like that. Mm-hmm. Some people call it a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. Mm-hmm. I know the good book says Booty Gig is going to uh, Ghana, but I ain't seen no bad from him. Oh, God almighty. Oh, you know, you could do that movie. You could almost do Sling Blade with his cabinet. Hold on a second here. Let's see who's calling. Yes, you're on the air. Who's this? I like the way you talk. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Brett. Uh, queer funny, not ha-ha. Yeah, we can get Pete Bootygig to play the John Ritter character in there. You get, uh, oh, this this one's easy. You, you cast Nancy Pelosi. Um, wait, where the hell, where did Nancy, oh, there's Nancy. Uh, when the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Yeah, I've heard her play the little boy's mama. The Dwight Yoakam character is played by any Republican that's in there. We get Chip Roy to play that part. Maybe Dwight Yoakam can campaign ads with Fetterman. Oh, that'd be funny. Oh, you know who the mama can be? The mama ain't going to be Nancy Pelosi. No. The last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Now, the, the mama will be the, uh, the, uh, the assistant director of health and human services. The, uh, the transgender That'll be the mama. I love it. 
I wish the Senate did like skit nights. They could do this. Come in there, Fetterman's playing Sling Blade. Mm-hmm, I reckon. Mm-hmm. They break him out of the cuckoo bin. Fattest countries in the world. Here we go. Congratulations to the United States. We are not. But we have the fattest men in the world. Hello, ladies. We do not have the fattest women. We rank 29th for fattest women. All right. Keep the eating disorders alive. If you want fat women and fat men, you go to Tonga. The fattest men, eight, more than 90% of the men in Tonga are fat. And 90% of the women are fat in Tonga. Samoa, the women are fat there by about 90%. They got 90% for America, for, for men. 90% of men ain't fat in America. Samoa is under there. Uh, Saudi Arabia, how are they fat? They ain't got nothing to eat. I think that's great, though. Didn't she already live with Carl? No, Carl got the shit beat out. Well, I guess you could say that. I guess Slingblade could be the guy who broke into his house. Keep the eating disorders alive. Man, oh, man. You don't want to be a Samoan chick. Fuck, I won't even fuck with it. If I see a, a Samoan chick starting to get yeah, mouthy in a bar, I'm going out. Uh-uh. Because uh, Samoan chicks are just as tough as the dudes. Probably a little tougher. And they will fuck your shit clean up. I find this story to be kind of funny. We'll, we'll do this story and we'll take a break. Um, New York businesses are urging... Uh, Customers, they're they're urging businesses to require customers to remove the masks amid the new crime surge there. So what's more important, New York, the crime or the health, the health and well-being of Americans? By the way, when when, if y'all see people wearing masks, do you get kind of like, I don't know what the feeling is. If I if I feel shame for them, if I feel bad for them, if I feel like they're just plain stupid, like like wearing mad. They, they, look, ask family. I'm I'm asking this, and I, I'll try not to judge you. Maybe you have underlying conditions still. Uh, is anybody wearing a mask still? Oh, I, I look, I see plenty of people out there wearing masks, and it, it just catches me off guard. Because they ain't all old. They're like, you know, middle age, my age. I, I don't get it. I mean, we, we can all agree that the mask did nothing, right? Okay. Social distancing, that, that's what, what, what it was. I think I mainly feel bad for them because they're clearly living in fear. I just, uh, I don't know. There's a kid at my son's Taekwondo class who still wears a mask despite her family not wearing one, starting to think she's special needs. Okay. 
I still see them around here time to time. Absolutely not unless I'm at work and a business asked me to. Okay. Uh, I was at a Target inside a bunch of teens wearing masks in the electronics section. I was straight up waiting for them to start grabbing shit and running. Oh, that's happening. I, I, who sent it? Uh, Braddy Kid sent me a story out of uh, Sacramento. I have the, uh, do I still have it? Yeah. Um, I want to follow the link here. There you go. This is happening. You know how it was happening in San Francisco and L.A.? Now it's happening in your backyard. See what uh, scene of more than uh, see uh, cell phone footage out of California shows a moment four dark clad robbers walked out of a Sacramento store called Work World, loaded up with large bulging trash bags full of stolen goods. A clearly annoyed but not shocked employee walked behind them as they leave, explaining the situation presumably to the police on the phone. Um. So they went there, they got a bunch of car hard shit, they got a bunch of working class shit, you know, people that actually work for a living who buy those clothes, now they're stealing them from there. And there's nothing that the business owners can do. Oh, I, w- I would say lock the doors and open fire. That's what we do. Sorry, not sorry. This needs to stop. This needs to stop immediately. And this is from somebody that's pretty pro-shoplifting. I still see people driving cars, uh, self-wearing masks with the windows up. Those people need to die or get deported. (laughs) Oh, those are my favorite people to see. And not a single piece of that clothing going to be put on use at work. No, not at all. Whitewash hopes that they're going to work. Well, hey, I can hope that too. But I ain't going to. I read a story this morning uh, about the two people that I love to talk about on this show. And those are the lawyers in St. Louis that were arrested for bringing guns outside their house. Remember this story? And, and the, the battle continues against them. And this was, what, two years ago? Rioters broke into their um, gated neighborhood, which, by the way, they were breaking the law there. Then they broke into their private property and their fencing area. Nine of the trespassers were arrested for trespassing. By the way, no charges were ever brought against them. They were arrested and released, even though some of them were armed. Well, these two lawyers come out, and they're armed, and they, were, they, they had been disbarred, even though they'd been put on probation a year for the, uh, by the Bar Association of Missouri, which they've dropped the ball. I don't know how, uh, how this is an unbarrable thing. They didn't do anything wrong in the courthouse. They were, de- they were defending their property. In America, they were defending their property. And they were the ones that were arrested. That's the only story you ever need to, to talk about. Two people defending their property... And, and you can hate them for being fucking ambulance-chasing lawyers. That, that's fine. I don't care about that. But they worked, and they earned that money. You might not like how they earned that money, but they earned that money, and they, they get to do with it what they want. 
They were arrested for coming outside and defending their property, doing the right thing. Yet in case after case, I don't know how many times we have to see these groups of thugs going into these stores and stealing, and nothing is being done about it. And I will tell you this right now, the first store that ends up shooting one of these people, that store will end up burning down because of the riots that happen around it. But I personally believe that, that that's what should happen. You get you you got like fucking ten thousand dollars worth of card heart stuff. Guess what? You you better be willing to die for it if you come to my store. Criminals stealing work clothes are hilarious. Yeah. But hey, you know ah, we, we they had a rough go of things as kids. They don't know any better. Really, they don't know any better. They don't know any better. Don't give me that shit. If somebody tries to tell me, oh, they don't know any better, you can kiss my hairy ass. We all know better. Simple right from wrong. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Significant other uh, with the warning label on there. Not the edit. That is the way the song goes, my friend. Uh, Hang Down Genesis, this is the one I want to see as an old band. I want to hear them at 65 or 70 singing, I did it for the nookie, so you can take that cookie and stick it up your ass. Yeah, stick it up your ass. I've seen them live like five times every time. Same thought, this shit's going to be hilarious in 30 years. Um, yeah, I look, I'd love to see him just one more time. Fuck. Had tickets to see him in Austin, then COVID hit. Yeah, we can't perform. Now looking back, they could have. Fucking bastards. Um, oh, I, I saw the name first there, Stackar. You're not going to get me with her right there. Um, we have to take this. We, look, look. I, th- I think that the, the, the working precipice of this show is the war against stupidity. That is the main idea of this show, is that I'm tired of living in the world being so goddamn stupid. But it sure doesn't seem like there's anything we can do, especially when stories like this come out. The new flavor of Girl Scout cookie this year was um, Raspberry Rally. Debuted on February 27th as an online-only addition to the Girl Scouts' annual lineup of treats. So you can only... Now see, now, 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 hold on. Now wait just one second here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's an online-only edition. Now, that's bullshit. Now, see, this, this is where computers have gone too far. I miss the old days. The old days of sending the Girl Scouts out door-to-door, knocking, earning their badges, selling them that way. Now, I know they haven't gone door-to-door in forever. Because what replaced door-to-door, that was mom or dad taking the sheet, the cookie sheet to work and saying, hey, you're an underling of mine, buy a million cookies. Okay, you got mama and daddy to do all the work. And then mama decided she wasn't going to work no more, and daddy, uh, they have a rule at his workplace that you can't bring this shit, so now we got to make it easy for him. Let's just all go and sell the cookies in front of a grocery store. Now, I've been opposed to that since I was a young man because, and by the way, grocery store managers that do this, that allow this, should all be fired. I used to always enjoy, and I would do this occasionally. Why? Because I'm an asshole. I would gladly walk out of the store with my purchase of either Oreos or Nutter Butters, and I would eat them in front of the Girl Scouts. Why? Because Oreos and Nutter Butters are still better than every Girl Scout cookie known to mankind, including the Thin Mints. But, hey, you've worked your way in there. You're selling your cookies there. Okay. 
Now you're online, too? What is that going to teach the girls? Especially for this, and, and by the way, this wasn't even supposed to be what this topic was about. The topic is about stupidity because people are selling these boxes of cookies on eBay for $100. Now, does this raspberry cookie, do you bite it and then it magically it, it goes right to your buck, it butt and starts licking your butthole? Because for me to pay $100 for a Girl Scout cookie, my butthole is going to get licked. $100 for a raspberry cookie. The fuck is wrong with people? And somebody has one listed and sold it for $199. You paid $200 for a box of Girl Scout cookies. The fuck is wrong with you? The mom's selling cookies on the corner and not the girls cracks me up. I see more moms on the corner wearing sashes and badges and everything. Oh, it, it maddens me. I won't buy from them. I just tell the Girl Scouts and their snooty moms that I have diabetes. I go in saying Nutter Butters are better. Oreos are better. I'll start buying cookies from uh, your kids again when you start downloading my music. Until then, fuck off. Maybe they have mushrooms in them. Should ask Harry. You can take that cookie and stick it up your ass. Yeah, stick it up your ass. Uh, $100 for a box of raspberry cookies. I tell you what, I, I will think about purchasing it, but there's only, there's only one way, well, two ways. The licking of my butthole, of course. And I will say this right now. Every time I open the box, the box better play. See if we can sing this song. Yeah, I think I can get some words together for this. I was working part time at a five and dime. My boss was Mr. McGee. He told me several times that he didn't like my kind, but he loved Girl Scout cookies. There you go. Raspberry cookie. A hundred dollars a box. You are out of your fucking mind. Can you imagine your significant other coming up to you and saying, I spent a hundred dollars on a box of Girl Scout cookies. Fuck, you might get that damn Chris Rocker prize from the Academy Awards. What's that? So Girl Scout cookies make you a small, effeminate man? No, no, just the song. Just the song. Fucking A, mind blown. It was a raspberry cookie. 
the kind you find at girlscouts.com. Raspberry cocaine. By the way, trademarking this. Girl Scouts, if you try to use that song, I will fucking sue you. It, 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 oh, I will end the Girl Scouts if you come after my song. Now, unless you want to pay me. Now, you want to you, you give me a big part of that, that profit margin from the Girl Scout cookies, hook a brother up. I'll sing your song. I mean, you got to get the licensing and all that kind of stuff, but I have written the words. I've done the, high, I've done the heavy lifting, thank you. I like finding these stories that say these are the worst things you can do or these are the best things you can do when you're that. Yes, yes, sue them for stealing your cover song. <laughs> I'm going to start telling Girl Scouts I don't support them because they don't let boys sell their cookies. Arnie will sue your ass for some raspberry cookies. That's the way we have to say it now. Uh, an etiquette expert reveals the worst things, as they say, the worst sins you can commit when visiting another person's home, and they ask, how many are you guilty of? First of all, the, the, the etiquette expert, I have to say this, the etiquette expert is from Florida. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey, that soft and cuddly feeling, we're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. Yeah, yeah. Anybody from Florida state stating this stuff, uh, th- th- it's wrong. Um, so these, oh, come on. Why is this website not, do- why is it doing this? God damn it. I have to fucking read it off my goddamn phone. Oh, the internet in this house is fucking pissing me off lately. Okay, worst sins you can commit. All right, there we go. So read it off my damn phone. Come on, give me the 10. You got them listed? Okay, here we go. You got them listed. Is this website working yet? Force reload. Mm-hmm. All right, first thing they say, shoes on or shoes off. They say it's always better to ask than to be sorry. This etiquette expert recommends that people ask their hosts if they would like you to remove their shoes as a sign of respect before you're in your house. Now, I understand this, like like going to an Asian person's house. Mage, Mage, do do, do you happen to know uh, what the... um, I don't want to say this wrong. What the ancient Chinese secret, huh? Is to taking off the shoes before they come in the house. Because I don't know. I, I don't know what the, the, the story is behind that. But I would respect it. Now, now, look, I'd respect anybody. If they say, hey, take your shoes off before you come in the house. Now, I got pretty clean shoes, and my shoes are pretty much my feet anyway because I mainly wear slide sandals everywhere. You better take your shoes off if you go into an Indian person's house. I didn't know that that was a thing. All right, so you got to take your shoes off. 
Okay, that's not weird or anything, but hey, okay. I'll, I'll play along. I ain't afraid. I, I, I will not be afraid to, to, to play along, uh, to ask. I don't know if I'd ask, though. I, I would think that, hey, do I need, I, I don't think I've ever asked that. Do I need to take my shoes off in here? I don't think I've ever asked. Now, if people say take your shoes off, I'll gladly take my shoes off. It's a house. They can do what they want. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the next one. Uh, because they uh, slept on the floor uh, forever, now they have beds, but the custom still loves them. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Mage. See, we learned something today. Once again, this show is about education. Shoes have dirt, dirt, bacteria, chemicals. Uh, get your fucking shoes out of my house. Uh, which Indians, though? Uh, Red Dot. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the Indians that run 7-Elevens, not, uh, t- not, not seven, uh, 7-Elevens, not casinos. All right, next one. If you're at somebody's house, replace the roll. Don't leave the next person caught with their pants down with no toilet paper. Now, I got I to gotta say this one. I don't know how comfortable I am with this one. Like, 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 I don't know. Hey, hey, Jim, um, or hey, Tommy, you're out of toilet paper here. See, if I yell that, then I'm admitting I just took a shit in his house. And I don't like to shit in other people's houses. This must be for the gals out there because y'all use a whole lot more toilet paper than we do. You ever change anybody's toilet paper? I, I would think that that would be kind of a violation. Like, what if I put the roll on the way that they don't put the roll on? Then they're going to think less of me because that's a big, that, that, that is a big, big divider in this country. I, I don't care. It's toilet paper. Just put it on. Uh, we have chain shoes at the door. Take them off. We have inside shoes, house shoes, and inside shoes. Okay. As an appraiser, I always kick my shoes off the front door when doing an inspection. Always, Lord knows where I've walked in the past. Not about to bring that in the house. Okay. Uh, that's the owner's own responsibility to monitor it. If it's low before the guests come over, get another roll out and put it on the counter or the tank or the top of the tank. Now, this is what my mom would do. This might be a waste, but my mom would put a fresh roll of toilet paper everywhere in the house. To- in the bathrooms. Not everywhere. It wasn't one by, like, the fish tank because we didn't have a fish tank. But but she would put it on, and then when the guests leave, she would go around and put the old ones back on. That's what she did. My dad went along with it. So, yeah, I think that one's on the homeowner right there. I keep extra TP in the cupboard right next to the toilet so a guest never has to ask for TP. Biden stumbles on Air Force One again yesterday. That poor fucking bastard. God damn, he's so funny. LOL, if you're already going through all the cabinets in the bathrooms anyways. Yes, dear, you're on the air. There's only one way for toilet paper to go. It is mustache. Nobody likes um, the little little rat tail thing. So what, you're, so you're, you're, you're over the top? Yeah, that's the only way. All right, well, there you go. Bye-bye. You heard it there from Braddy Kid, over the top. This is not going to become a topic on this show. No. I, I am not getting into this talk. I, I don't care. It's toilet paper. 
I know that people fight about this all the time. I don't care. It's toilet paper. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I feel replacing it at someone's house. Like, like if I see dirt on the ground, do I break out their vacuum cleaner and, and sweep it up? Now, if I'm going through the cabinets, I'm only going through the medicine cabinets. So I probably won't find any fucking toilet paper there. Do not put your feet on the furniture. That is a huge no-no, experts say. Now, I got to agree with this one. If they have an ottoman, that's what it's there for. Their living room table is not for you to put your feet on. Now, if you let, let let's say that you're you're going to a buddy's house and this is a dude dude situation. There's no wife. There's no children. It's just dude dude. And you go to dude's house and you're sitting there watching the game and he puts his feet up on the table. Then that's sign that you can put your feet on the table. But that's usually just a dude's house. If you're coming to a family's house, keep your feet off the tables. People don't like your feet. Can't believe that that one needs to be written. Are there people going around putting their feet on tables? Oh, I know that my mother would have beat me savagely if I ever put my feet on somebody's table. Next one here. Avoid those pesky watermarks and use a coaster. Now, now this one's tough. This, 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 uh, and, and hear me out. Because not everybody uses a toaster. Uh, a coaster. Okay, see, here's the thing. If you go so because you're 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 inviting danger, I don't like to invite danger wherever I go, meaning, I don't invite bad conversations or the oh you think you're better than me. I never ever I I don't go invite that. Now, if you go to a house, and they don't have coasters, just go with it. Okay, just put your drinks down wherever you want to go. All right. Do not go, uh, excuse me, do you have a coaster? Because now you're opening yourself up. What do you need a coaster for? Well, I, I don't want to put a watermark on this. Oh, it's okay. No, no, I just don't feel comfortable. What, are you better than me? See, when, when you hear that phrase, what, are you better than me? Once that phrase rolls out, there's no taking it back. Now, I grew up in a family of coaster users. I do not currently care. I don't like to use coasters. But if you have coasters out and about and I see that you're using them, I will gladly use those at your house. Uh. Okay. Now, if you're staying at somebody's house, this is a little bit more than just being invited to over for, like, a party. Let's say you're staying there. They say using the host's shower gel is the epitome of improper etiquette. Meaning, if you go to, a, uh, the, like, like, like you go to somebody's house and you're staying for, like, a couple days, and you use their soap, that's the ultimate sign of disrespect. Huh. See, I'm not sure about this one. See, I, I, I don't travel without soap. I'm fat. I, I, I have a big stigma about being the fat, smelly guy. I don't ever want to be that guy. So I always have soap with me. 
but using somebody's soap is bad. Well, if they got terrible soap, then yeah, it's bad. I, I don't understand this. I, I, I'm just pleased that you're bathing. And that's probably why I put the soap in there was for you to use it. Uh, that, that one's very strange to me. Okay, next one. It says, clean up after yourself. Remove the bed linen you've slept on. It's another one that I've never been comfortable with. I, I, I don't know the rules on this one. When, uh, when I would go visit my dad when he was living with that, that fucking nutbag Beverly, who, by the way, is somehow still alive to this day, which I don't understand, um, she forbade me to pull the sheets off the bed. I did it once, and I got yelled at. Literally, I got yelled at for doing it. So I, I stopped doing it. Do you guys take the sheets off the bed? I, I mean, aren't you just saying, hey, we're dirty people. Go clean these. I'm, I'm not sure. This why I, I, and, and, and truth be told, I, despise, I do not like staying at people's houses because of all this stuff. I, I just... I, I think I, I honestly think that somebody's house is their their sanctuary, and once you enter their sanctuary, they're never really a hundred percent comfortable when you're there visiting. Always worried about something, and I get it. I I, I just know I don't want to do that to somebody's sanctuary. All right, last one here. It says go the extra mile and leave a small parting gift as a sign of appreciation. I took them out to dinner. Isn't that a gift enough? Hey, thanks for letting me stay one night. Here's some diamond earrings. I, I don't understand that. Why do I have to give you these gifts? All right. There you go. There's the uh, the horrible things that you do if you stay at someone's house. I don't know if I agree with any of those. Congratulations to the California city of Coronado. Uh, Republican Coronado Mayor Richard Bailey said there are no vagrants in his city at all, meaning they have cleaned up the homeless. <laughs> the policies that are in place at the regional and statewide level that are tolerating this type of behavior as personally destructive and also destructive to surrounding communities are really enabling the situation to increase throughout the entire state. Changing these policies will actually have a major impact, the mayor continued. He explained that the city works with the police department and a homeless service provider to give the homeless only one option to get help they need. Coronado funds reasonable service to help those struggling get back on their feet, but noted the city also has a no-tolerance policy for violating municipal codes. By the way, the current number of homeless people in Los Angeles is around 42,000 homeless people. The mayor of Coronado goes to say, we also make it very clear that we don't tolerate encampments along our sidewalks. We don't tolerate other code violations, being drunk in public or urinating in public or defecating in public. Wow. A California town that says no to pooping in public? What a novel idea. 
Oh, wow. This thing didn't work here. My board. I'm sorry I didn't read all your things. I also rather stay in a hotel instead of a friend's house. Good. I think our guest futon couldn't make it. Except all the Legos in our guest room play would be, <laughs> would keep Rowdy enthralled. I left a gift in the commode, isn't that enough? Meaning they got shipped off to L.A. When Alicia comes over there, tell her to go outside. Your plumbing is fucked. Um, yeah, he doesn't say, I, I like how he, he goes into this. And, and once again, this is a reporter not doing their job. Coronado previously reported only one homeless person within the city. And that person was helped, so they're no longer homeless. Um, I like that they throw out all these these wonderful things like, oh, we have codes and we enforce these codes and we do this and we do that. I'm mad at the, the um, mayor here and I'm mad at the reporter more because the question is, how did you do it? How did you get rid of all the homeless people in Coronado? Please don't tell me it was you live up to violations and codes and things like that because then you've just put them in jail. And once they get out of jail, once they once they pay their time, they're 30 days in for defecating on the street, guess where they're going? They're going back to the streets. Now, if you keep making it hard for them like you're doing, which I understand and you're upholding the law and I appreciate that, then what's going to happen is the homeless are not going to get the help they need because we all know that they don't want help. See, Ogre, you picked up on it. How'd they do it? Ancient Chinese secret? Yeah, because they're not telling anybody how they did it. They did it by moving them to another city. And now they didn't necessarily take them in Coronado vans and drive them to L.A. What they did was they made it hard to live there. And the homeless people got their shit, and they left. Now, that's exactly what other towns have done, and I'm all in favor of it. I am 100% in favor of it, especially if it's the town that I live in. I don't care how they got rid of the homeless. I don't want the homeless. Why? Well, it brings an unsafe feeling. I'm not going to say it's making it unsafe, even though we all know it does make it unsafe when you have large groups of homeless people around venues and things downtown. People's cars get broken. People get robbed. People get mugged. People get beaten up. Why these homeless people? Why? Because they're not going to get caught. And the homeless people just want to get some money for some either booze or drugs, maybe food. And now you've entered their domain. And until you take that domain away from them, and I don't care how you do it, if you want to throw them in jail, go ahead. If that moves them out of the city, then you've done your job. You've cleaned up the streets. But don't make it sound like you're all altruistic and you're saying, oh, we're giving them these, these options to make a life better for themselves. Because they're not taking that. Stop that. We, we all seen it uh, a million times. We all know somebody that pulled over and they wanted to give a job to somebody that said they will work for food. And that person said to them, just give me money. That's why I'm here. 
We all know somebody that's done that because we've all heard that story. Or we've handed them fruit and they're like, what the fuck is this? I just want money. Because the whole we'll work for food thing, I know in, in the year of our Lord 2023, that spoiler alert, it's not real. They will not work for food. They just want your cash. And here's the other thing, is that if you do pass these laws, you have to enforce them. There's a city here that, that borders next to uh, Garland and Rockwall. It's called Rowlett. I've never liked Rowlett. Rowlett was where a lot of people from Lakeview went, and that was our rival high school, so fuck Rowlett. Rowlett came up with an idea recently uh, that they are going to get rid of people begging for money near the George Bush uh, Toll Road and Lakeview Parkway. It's a major thoroughfare in Garland and getting into Rockwall. Major. It's the main life that, that, that you can come into Garland, you can go into Saxe, you can go into Rowlett, you can go into Rockwall. And there's an area there's always bums at, right there on the street corner. And they passed a law saying no more bums. Guess what's there every single time we go there? Bums. And I saw a cop run one off once, and it was nice to see the cop doing his job. But if you're going to, to, to take this stance, you have to, you have to fucking nut up. If you want to clean up your city. Remember your idea for putting the elderly in Kansas? Put the homeless in Oklahoma. Big-ass wall around there. They could have grass, crops, animal. They can make do. And nobody can tell them what to do as long as they don't cross the border into a decent place like Texas. Amen to that. I'll give them Oklahoma and Kansas. Arnie, I've always wondered why you don't like College Station. Can you please explain? Easily. That's where Texas A&M is. And anything associated with Texas A&M sucks donkey cock. College Station, dump. They can pass all the laws but they want, but they exactly. And it seems like Coronado is, uh, is, is, is enforcing these laws. And I got to say good for them. They haven't solved the homeless issue. They just moved them out. And I'll say congratulations to that. Now, there, there been a, there's a story that we've been following for a long, long time. And I found it. Cowboy's Girl found it. Somebody else found it, sent it to me. And the story goes along with this wonderful, wonderful, where, where do I have that? Is that not newest? Uh, yes, there it is. This sound this is my all-time favorite sound effect on the show. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. It really shouldn't. Columbia is about to move 70 of their hippopotamuses that they have that lived near Pablo Escobar's former ranch in two other uh, counties as part of the uh, oh wait, Pablo Escobar's former ranch to two other countries as part of a plan to control their booming population because... A reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Um, they were illegally imported from Africa in the 80s. And all that hippos like to do are attack humans and fuck. It's almost like they're Mormons, minus the bicycles. 
Um, Escobar's Ranch and so-called cocaine hippos have become a tourist attraction in the years. Environmental authorities estimate there are some 130 hippos in the area. Their population could reach 400 within the next decade. They say hippos are territorial, weigh up to three tons, and one of the most aggressive animals on Earth. They kill about 500 people a year in Africa. Oh, not to mention, not to mention the one really, 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 really bad thing about them. And that bad thing is... In the water. Lots and lots of poop in the water there in, in, in Colombia. Uh, the officials are planning to move the animals. They will be lured with food into a large uh, container and transferred by truck to airport. From there, they'll be thrown to India and Mexico. 60 of the hippos go to the Green Zoological Rescue and Rehab in uh, India. Ten hippos are going to zoos and sanctuaries in Mexico, including in Sinaloa along the Gulf of California. Wow, Sinaloa. There's no drug kingpins there. Maybe they want some of these hippos. Now we're going to be saying we have a new one to play. I believe in the next ten years we'll be playing a new one here. A reminder. Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Yeah. You can't spay or chop them like cats and dogs. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I th- There's a story here. A hippo swallowed a two-year-old. Man stones the animal to save the boy's life. So it just swallowed him whole? Shit, and some people fucking bitch about the size of the pills they have to swallow. This hippo's swallowing a kid whole. Did Miss Key's family move to South America? <laughs> look, look, look. Nobody wants to. Once again, I have to be the 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 mean guy. I'll be the mean guy, okay? I like being the mean guy. You know, I love being the mean guy. Kill the fucking hippos. Come on. The, the, this is the, this is stupidity of our world that we have right now. If you want, you want to sell the hippos to a couple other fucking zoos around the world, go right ahead. But you got enough firepower, just kill the fucking hippos. They're doing terrible things to your ecological system there in South America. Why? Because they aren't supposed to be there. They're ruining land, they're ruining crops, and you just want to ship them out. Kill them. I'm sorry, and I know there's a lot of people that are probably yelling, go, no, Artie, you can't kill the hippos. They didn't do anything wrong. Hippos are the meanest fucking animals on the face of the earth. They deserve to fucking die. One swallowed a damn two-year-old. Kill the fucking hippos. Get me some damn hippo skin boots. I would take a pair of them. I bet you them are waterproof, too. And now this has led to a story here in my home state of Texas. I didn't know that this was going on, but now I do. And it's close to me. 
a neighborhood in North Texas in the town of Prosper, which is literally about six miles from me. Had an unusual visitor earlier this month, a male kangaroo named Jax. It had escaped from a nearby backyard where it had been raised as a pet. Who the fuck gets a kangaroo as a goddamn pet? Jack's owner had to coax him back home with a bottle of milk. Less than a week later, another pet net kangaroo named Nigel escaped from a home in nearby Granbury and went on the lam for two days before hopping home. These are just the latest in a slew of kangaroo escapes across the state over the last few years, including Mercedes, San Marcos, and Lumberton. Now look here. Look here. You motherfuckers that are coming here from Australia, we don't want you. Stop bringing your damn pets. Texas is one of 13 states that allows people to own kangaroos as an exotic pet. What the fuck is wrong with you? You ain't never seen a kangaroo punch somebody? Kangaroos are evil. The species is particularly popular here due to the uh, similarities between Texas environment and their hot, arid uh, Australian home. It's not to mention our uh, exotic animal laws that allow hunting and owning species that would be off-limits in other states. There's probably more kangaroos than most other states. Cassidy Jagger owns a ranch for all kinds of Australian animals in, in Grayson County. She says she gets a phone call every day from folks wondering about bringing home uh, uh, as a pet. Now, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If I'm ever in the backyard barbecuing something and poor old Bubba's out there because he thinks he's going to get something from a barbecue and we get some wheelie-neely fucking kangaroo that hops over the fence... I'm just going to tell you right here, right now. Kangaroo's going to die. Kangaroo's going down. I'm going to protect Bubba because Bubba ain't going to fight the damn kangaroo. Are you, Bubba? I'm talking about him. He ain't even looking at me. He's asleep right now. Oh, kangaroos are mean. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lure him over there with the smell of steak, and then I'm going to put his head in there, and I'm going to grill me some fucking koala fresh. Why, why, why y'all motherfuckers need to get a kangaroo? I don't understand that at all. What, 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 what good does that do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, do you get to be the talk of the name? Oh, yeah, they got a pet kangaroo. Our kangaroo will fuck up the dog next door. You keep thinking that. That dog next door is going to be a bad motherfucker. And that's why I want to get a fucking borable as soon as possible. Just hire Joe Exotic to handle him. No. I want to know what kind of fucking animals are legal in the state now. I mean, you can have fucking, can we have, can we have chimpanzees? I mean, I don't want one of them either. I don't want any kind of exotic animal. No. Dog, cat, I don't even want a cat. We got a cat roaming around the house now. I don't want that thing. I don't know how it hasn't found its way into the microwave yet. Kangaroos in Texas. God damn it. I'll tell you what, if I see any kangaroos eating blue bonnets, that's open field. I can shoot them then, can't I? I? I need to call game warden.
Hmm. Well, time to call the game warden. Uh, seven nine two. Four two six three. Since they took that damn show off TV, Lone Star Law. You have reached the Department of Parks and Wildlife. Please yep. stay on the line while we connect your call. Leave wildlife alone unless the animal is injured or in. Operation Game Team Texas. Yeah, I got a question about uh, somebody's kangaroos. Are you in Texas? Yes, ma'am. Okay, what's going on? Well, I, I just want to know, is it legal to shoot a kangaroo if it's in my backyard? Um, we typically don't have them in Texas, so I, I don't know the answer to that question. Well, I know, um, I know they're legal here. Is there I, an exotic? I, I, I was just reading a story about like how Texas probably has more kangaroos than any other state. And I'm just wondering. I, I just want to know what the rules are. I haven't seen one. I see the story that there's a, and, and it's over in Prosper, Texas, where I'm kind of close to. Um, if kangaroo is in my backyard and it's attacking my dogs, can I shoot it? Yes, you can. Legally, you can if it's attacking your pets. Okay. If it's not um, attacking my pets, then I just have to let it do whatever it's going to do? Yeah, let it go off on its own. If you do happen to um, happen to shoot it, you would have to call both the game warden and your local police department and sheriff's office and report it. That way they'll know what happened, and they can have a create a report for it. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. There you go. You already have a Bowie knife handy. Oh, I do. Oh, that thing's gonna it, it, that 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 kangaroo's gonna come up and try to box me, and I got that big old fucking knife, which, by the way, I did have sharpened, and it is dangerously sharp. That's what the 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 knife sharpener guy said. This is dangerously sharp. Oh, yeah, that thing's head's coming off. We're shooting at kangaroo leather is worth a lot. All right, so there we go. Well, I was attacking my dog. Sorry, Bubba, we're going to have to beat you up a little bit. So, Daddy, don't go to prison. <laughs> I love it when you say I love you. I got to remember to keep bringing that back. All right, final story of the day here. This is a doozy here. I sent this to my buddy Dan. We've had Dan on the show, and I, I told Dan, I said, Dan, this is a story that would be you and I together if I still drank. And this is true. If Dan and I were together and I still drank, I would be in a lot of trouble. This is a man from New York City. New York City! Not really that important, but he's arrested. He flew into JFK Airport and thought, you know what? I forgot to rent a car, and I didn't call anybody to pick me up at the airport. How, oh, how am I going to get home? Well, wouldn't you know, he found a way home by hijacking the American Airlines bus. Bershawn Quilden, 43 years old, stole a running bus from JFK at 2 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. He led police on a 15-mile chase that ended in Brooklyn. Is there video? Oh, here's, here's the video of it. And wait till you hear what he has to say. This is brilliant. 
Small business bookkeeping can get kind of scary, Not that. especially at tax time. That'd be but managing your money. Here we go. I'll be quiet. Police got the van. Just waiting. six cop cars there you've got an intersection closed you're in handcuffs sitting in the back of a police car after you just stole a bus from jfk which i would imagine is probably on the federal level and you're asking the question am i going to jail tonight well no actually we're going to throw you a parade we want to give you the key to the city dummy you stole a bus and then went on a 17-mile joyride with it. Hey, am I going to jail for this? No. <laughs> no, you're going to become the president. Uh, police eventually spotted him driving the bus south in Manhattan and stopped him moments after he crossed the Brooklyn Bridge. <sighs> The man from Brooklyn has been charged with grand larceny and criminal possession of stolen property. He has nine prior arrests. Hold on a second here. Let me play. Duh. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, including robbery, marijuana, possession, assault, and transit fraud. Duh. Shocking he was on probation at the time of his most recent arrest. You, 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 you can't steal a bus, dude. Uh, let, let me let you in on a little secret. You want to steal something from the airport? Okay. You know, you go to the, the duty-free shop, and I just said duty. You, you go to the bookstore. You go to the, the news counter. Yeah, that's where you take. You don't take a fucking a bus, an American Airlines bus. You're probably going to get caught. All right. That does it for me, ass family. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day, and adios, everybody. Listen to
to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.